Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can a new relationship hold up under lockdown? This is the question at the very heart of an award-winning new Irish short documentary film. It's called How to Fall in Love in a Pandemic. It had its premiere at Galway Film Fla and scooped up the Best Short Documentary Film Award, allowing it to qualify for next year's Academy Awards, which is fantastic. And one of the talented filmmakers behind the project is from Dunboyne County Mead. I'm delighted to have Michael David McKiernan on the line with me now. How are you doing? Great, thanks so much for having me. Oh, listen, it's wonderful to have you. Congratulations, first of all, on creating a really original film and picking up this uh, best documentary short film at Galway Fly. You must be thrilled with that. Yeah, absolutely delighted. Yeah, the response um, from people who watch the film at Galway Film Fly this weekend was, was really magical. And, and because Galway is usually a physical sensor, they probably got maybe more attention because you know people were able to log on online and, and watch the film that way. Um, and I was just, you know, really proud to uh, screen alongside some really great other short documentaries. And uh, yeah, the award is the, the icing on the cake, definitely. It absolutely is. And it's so deserved because I saw this beautiful film this morning. Thank you so much for giving me the access to that. And it was an emotional roller coaster, is all I can say. Ten minutes of just like, I was gripped to this story, you know, from, from the beginning. And this is very much your real life situation. There's nothing acted about this, is there? No, it's uh, it's totally uh, taken from my experience during the pandemic, which was that uh, I met someone in Chicago at the end of February um, when air, air travel was still happening, and uh, we matched on Tinder and had a, a, a lovely holiday romance while I was there. And then we kept in touch when I came back, and um, and Mimi is her name, and she suggested that she come to for a couple of days because she had holidayed here before, and uh, she arrived in Dublin Airport on the morning that the schools and the cultural institutions around the country all shut down and we found ourselves locked down and she was sort of forced to move in with me so it was a, it was a crazy situation but uh, but this documentary is, is something really magical to, to have come out of it Oh it really is and can I just say you live in like the most wonderful location in County Meath and Dunboy in a gorgeous cottage the whole like she really got the full on Irish rural experience there didn't she? Yes yeah, she definitely uh have you got the, the postcard experience, certainly, yeah. Now, you know, I, I can't imagine sort of where the idea for this, you know, came from in the sense that, you know, you're finding your way through this relationship. What kind of sparked the idea of, I know, let's document this? <laughs> well, it, well, it's funny, you know, we're both filmmakers, actually. You know, Mimi works in documentary. Um, and I guess it was just our instincts as filmmakers to, uh, to document things um, and to have footage to look back on in years to come. It wasn't initially supposed to even 
you know, be seen by anybody. But, but it was only when I sat down with all the footage and, and compiled it that I thought that there might be something really interesting for an audience to watch and to potentially connect with because I'd been reading articles about people around the world who had similar situations who were deciding whether they were going to move in together or not see each other for for a few months. So, uh, so we're not the only ones out there, I don't think, but maybe we're the only ones who made a film of it. Yeah, absolutely. You're definitely not because during the week, actually, uh, somebody who wanted to remain anonymous, let's call her Or, she reconnected with a teenage love interest 31 years later via wow. lockdown. And again, he arrived back from France to stay here and they're going to give it a real go. It's it's amazing. It's, wow. it's, it's absolutely brilliant. But with you guys, I don't know what it was. I was just so captivated by the story straight away. I mean, it's very difficult to tell a story like this in 10 minutes. But my God, you really, really do it. And what's great about this is, like in most documentaries, uh, yourself and Mimi, you sort of, you have kind of little journal, video journals where you record yeah. your thoughts and feelings. And that's where the real kind of heart and emotion of this comes to the fore. Yeah, definitely. Those are certainly some of the most intimate pieces. And again, like we just shot those out of my car. Yeah. Um, these little video diaries. And again, they weren't meant to be seen by anybody. It was just an opportunity for us to to go out and be alone and away from each other for ten or fifteen minutes and and vent our thoughts and have this sort of personal release. Um, and I guess yeah, when I sat down with the footage, I realised that, that those are. Those are those introspective moments are really interesting and and really paint a picture of the relationship and us trying to navigate our way through it. Absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah. navigation. Yeah, it really, really is. It really adds to it as well. So you know, when Mimi touches down, you know, in Ireland, and obviously you're delighted to see her. This is fantastic. You're not going to rekindle. You know, this was as you said, it was supposed to be only just something fleeting in Chicago. She arrives in, in Dublin. It's all very exciting. Um, and then Leo Radcar's announcement you know is is broadcast everywhere are you panicking like are you going I don't know this person what am I going to do here I mean yeah it was certainly a, a very uh, turbocharged relationship in that you know it was it was meant to be a holiday romance and return to here in Ireland um, I don't think I, I panicked um, because I knew you know that we, we got on very well and we had great chemistry so if anything it was very exciting initially um, and uh, and then when you know we we locked down and started quarantining I guess it, we very quickly settled into a really normal routine and you know we spent mornings and evenings together and tried to give each other some space during the day and um, and we found a very you know uh, normal routine and it felt like six months worth of dating um, yeah. crammed into two so yeah it was it was bizarre but it was it worked out okay yeah and you know I'm torn between like not wanting to give this away because we want people to see it at some stage but you know uh, really what happens you know ultimately is uh, Mimi is now in Chicago isn't that the situation? Yeah and uh, like that was the sort of back and forth when initially you know her flights were cancelled and you know she was on the phone to United Airlines and she said you know I'm going to have to go home at some point so when can you get me back in a flight and that was on for a couple of months, but eventually that did roll around, and uh, and so she did get home, um, and uh, and she and she definitely needed to because she left in a hurry that morning, and her her apartment needed to be cleaned. Okay. So, um. So yeah, she's in Chicago now, and uh, and yeah, we, we won't give too many endings away. But no, yeah. we won't give too many endings because people. I really need people to see this. It's absolutely gorgeous. Like you know, as you as we mentioned there at the outset, you know, you've picked up this coveted award from Fla in Galway. What does this mean now in terms of Oscars? Do you automatically go on a long list? How does it work? 
Yeah, so uh, the shorts categories for the Oscars um, are compiled from festivals around the world, um, the Oscar qualifying festivals around the world, and always one of them. So it's it's on that long list, um, and it's still a long way to, to Hollywood, certainly, but um, I'm going to be keeping my eye out um, and, and drawing up some sort of... Um, Oscar campaign or something over the next little while. Oh Hopefully yes, I'll and listen, for, let for me tell you, we will be right behind you here on eleven to one on LMFM. That's for sure. So any anything you need there, but you know there has to be moments where you have a little daydream, you know, Michael David, and you kind of go, and the Oscar goes to come on, that has to have come into your mind at some point. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an actor as well as a filmmaker, so I think I've written a speech a few times in the shower before now. <laughs> Oh, listen, I love it. Yeah, and you know, we, we have to mention this because you are an actor, first and foremost. Uh, tell me how you got into this. When were you bitten by the acting book? In school, actually, yeah. I was uh, I was very fortunate. The school I went to had a great drama society with a brilliant um, drama teacher, Jerry Haw. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I got into it there and I studied drama at college. And that led me into the sort of film and TV world. And, and, and my interest in, in the behind-the-camera stuff really peaked there. Um, and that's how the filmmaking came about. So I try to I try to straddle both elements. Um, yeah, because yeah. they say the best directors started out as actors. You know, I mean, look at Clint Eastwood. You know, uh, and yeah. you know, in terms of because like lots of people will know um, you maybe from uh, well they know the soap anyway. Red Rock. You played Shane to me in Red Rock, and Red you've Rock, done yeah. qu- quite an awful lot of theatre, fantastic theatre work as well. But what was it like then? You know, being in such a, a, a long running uh, soap like Red Rock because that one like different from Coronation Street and all the rest. It was kind of a li- lot grittier, wasn't it? Red Rock was great. It was great uh, to be part of that family for the brief period that I was. But um, uh, yeah, and it certainly transitioned from from soap into hour long drama as well. Um, so I was very fortunate, and obviously it's not with us anymore. Mm. But, um, but yeah, it really um, it really um, made a splash when it went on to Irish screen. I certainly tuned in when it first came about. Yeah, definitely, and I was lucky enough to be part of it. Yeah, no, it's, it was it was absolutely fantastic. So the big question now is: any more plans to do more behind the camera work for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. I hadn't planned to even make this film. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, but things are are getting back to normal um, a little bit more now with the film and TV industry. And um, so hopefully, you know, there'll be uh, another thing down the pipeline very soon. Absolutely. Well, listen, we're going to wait uh, with eager breath to see what you're going to do next. Congratulations on this film. It's absolutely gorgeous. Best of luck, Oscar campaign. I can see it. 2021. Uh, But for now, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Great not pleasure. at all, not at all. Michael David McKiernan. Guys, you can check him out on Twitter. Follow the campaign there. We can't, because he is, you know, going to Oscars and all that kind of stuff, we can't get access to it on general release just yet. But we will keep you up to date with this. It's absolutely gorgeous. How to find love in a pandemic. Absolutely brilliant. And we have to get behind the local talent. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.